Welcome to the FHE Podcast, hosted by Amy and Maddie. We are the Fruity Horny Exmos. Welcome back to the FHE Podcast. We're really excited that you're here today, and we're even more excited that we have two of our absolute favorite people here in our quote-unquote studio, aka our dining room, Bree and Abby. Woot woot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Obviously, Maddie's here too. She's just being quiet. I'm here too. (laughs) We're really excited to have Brie and Abby here on this episode. Fun fact about the four of us is we call ourselves the Wendy's four for four. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So before we get into the topic today, which Maddie will be leading our discussion. That sounded like it was Relief Society. (laughs) Exactly. That's the point. Um, (laughs) We're going to have both Abby and Brie kind of tell us their credentials, uh, (laughs) so to speak. So who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay, Abby's going first. All right. Hi, my name's Abby. Hi, Um, Abby. Fun. Hi, Abby. (laughs) (laughs) Fun fact, Brie is my older sister. So we're sisters. Oh, cute. They have hands. (laughs) And fingers. Fingies. So I guess my credentials are that I'm bisexual and I'm an XMO. Hell yeah. So there's that. And we're all horny. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just kidding. Anyway. Thank you, Abby. That was wonderful. Yay. Now, I Brie. have many more. Hello, everyone. My name is Bree. Hi, um, Bree. Yes. Hi, Bree. <laughs> we got to um, get our timing down. <laughs> my credentials are a little subpar, but I am an Exmo. <laughs> um, I grew up in the church, but I left it when I was about like 19 years old. And now I'm 23. Hell so, yeah. Here Woo-hoo. we are. And I will say, you might not be fruity, but you're an ally. She's an ally. Yeah. Brie is a great ally. Brie is a great ally. It's really cute. It is. Can we make another acronym instead of F H E? It's like A H E. Ally. Oh, I know. I don't know. Amazing. We'll do that just for you. You're, You're the you. only one <laughs> who can say that. But anyway, so we're really excited for today's discussion, and it's going to be led by Maddie. So, Maddie, what are we talking about today? <laughs> So today we are talking about EFY and girls camp. Um, So to start, (laughs) uh, we have some history about EFY. We'll start with EFY. Uh, So EFY was created in 1976 by Ronald C. Hills. And the idea was to have an education week, but for youth. So they can interact with people outside of their wards and stakes and strengthen their commitment to living the gospel by listening to speakers and reading their scriptures. Wow. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> the facial expressions were just... Yeah. I know. I'm honestly, just to already interject, I'm just really surprised that it started back in the 70s. I know. Like... I don't that feel like I expected actually, that. Yeah. Like that it's earlier I, than you thought it would be? I thought it was, yeah, I think I, I thought, thought like it was, 90s maybe. yeah, I mm-hmm. thought maybe like 90s, but 76, you said? Yeah, 76. 76 yeah. seems so, like, yeah, that's that was before the my one. parents got married. Like, they got married in 1980. Our mom was too. Yeah. But yeah, that just that just already surprised me. So, again. Yeah, I know, that surprised me too. The first EFY had 172 youth and 15 counselors. Can you guys guess where it was held? Utah. Provo, Provo Utah. Yeah, Provo. <laughs> um, and it was actually almost canceled because there was not enough P 
people enrolled. I know. But then on the last day to enroll, an envelope with 25 registrations was brought in. That sounds like a rigged election. (laughs) That's really sus. I know. They're like, it's fine, guys. Here are these magical 25 names. Yeah, it's probably just like all the leaders, like kids or something. Yeah, they're like, they just have to go. to go. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I thought that was interesting. (laughs) So So, Jeffrey R. Holland spoke at the founding session. Gross. That's disgusting. The next year in 1977, attendance rose to 863. So it like jumped up like 700 people. So because how many, sorry, how many people were in the first? Like 170. 172. And then the next year it was 863. Wow. Isn't that crazy? So the EFY medley, a bop was composed in 1999 by Michael R. Hicks. And EFY did not expand to the globe until 2006, which I thought was surprising because that's a long time before they were like, hmm, let's like bring this to the rest of the world. I didn't you know? even know it was international Yeah, at all. I didn't either. Was it just at Provo until then? Pretty much, yeah. Huh. I mean, huh. I don't know when they started doing other colleges in Utah, because I when I went to EFY, I went to Logan and Slick. Um, oh, wow. So I don't know when that started. But I will I will say I went probably around like 2008, mm-hmm. 2009. I went to a college in Pennsylvania. Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. I do think it spread to a couple. Yeah. Other universities outside of Utah. When you just say globe, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. You know. No, for sure. I didn't. I didn't think that it had, that it left the U.S. Right. Because it just feels like an unnecessary expense for people yeah. in other countries. I mean, and I will say it does look different. Um, in other countries. Okay. So. Yeah, I'm curious the difference. So there's a few different versions of EFY. There's the overnight one, the stay at home one, there's the express, which is just like one day. And then there's the adventure ones like mm-hmm. AFY, which was mostly in Idaho. Mm-hmm. And I think they are still doing those ones, even though they have recently changed EFY to FSY. So anyway, I I haven't heard of any of those aside from really? the adventure one. Oh. Same. I've heard of the stay-at-home one, but not like the express one. Yeah, I know the express. You still just pay the same amount of money. <laughs> Honestly, probably. They're like, expedite your money. Yeah, that they're like, hard. you'll get the whole experience in one day at home. <laughs> Give us the same amount of money. Yeah, cool. probably. Yeah. Um, and obviously, BYU is the largest destination. And that one, I think they only have overnight ones there. I'm not really sure, but it's BYU. hard to get into, right? Like yeah. That, I remember that. Yeah, that one's like, you know, the elite. (laughs) God's chosen. God. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Only only really righteous people. (laughs) So themes for EFY did not begin until 1982. So they went like almost 10 years before starting the themes thing. So the first one was the time has come. And then my two favorites Ew. from the list that I found are 1986, Love in Life, and 1987, <laughs> Sailing Home. Those were the themes. Oh, my God. Sailing Home? Sailing Home. What does that mean? I have no Come idea. Come sail away. Come sail. Anyone? Know no. that song? Really? Anyway. anyway. There we go. But yeah, those were just like weird <laughs> themes. I mean, all yeah, of them are Sailing like Away? Weird. One of them was Anxiously Engaged, I think. Mm. I like yeah. the time has come one though, because I know, right? Time still hasn't come. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, it really hasn't. Like, what does that mean? I'm sure it was all about like the second coming. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. get ready now. Yeah. In 1982. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys want to know what my theme was? It yeah. was 2007 is when I went. So yeah. just a year after I went global. My theme was power and purity. Ew. <gasps> Stop. Dead. Wait. Just Yes. Yeah. There's like a song. It's like power and purity. Ew. I remember that Honestly, part. they had some good songs though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I'm, Wait, honestly. Bops. bops. Yeah. My theme was either here am I or the one beneath it. What matters, what matters most? most? I think it might have been here am I. I, I can't remember if I did that one too. Here am I. They all just sound me. familiar though. Because they do. Because like, they're just like all the phrases. girls' camps had themes. And, yeah, and it's another like, that they say in the church. Yeah, like a ton. Too. I'm just looking at the list on Wikipedia, and in 2020, it says not held <laughs> due to COVID 19, and I thought it was the theme for a second. <laughs> I know, I did too. Anyway, yeah, there's some good ones like <laughs> of one heart forever, my friend. I think it's better with the voice. Yeah, look and live. Gross. <laughs> Anyway, believe, um, hope, endure with a period in yeah, each one. It's really a, a lot. Also, the 2022 one is wait on the Lord. Blech. Wait. Yeah, wait on the Lord. Like you're a butler <laughs> on the Lord for yeah. the Lord. He like snaps his fingers and you run over yeah, to yeah. him. <laughs> like Sharpe. Yeah. Thank you. That was a good snap. Was it crisp? Yeah, it, was. it was crisp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, are you going to go more into what the express means? It's just like a one day like conference you go to. It's just so, so weird. What does the stay at home one mean? That means you stay at home, but then you drive to the campus every day. Oh. You just don't sleep over. Yeah. That's, oh, okay. That yeah, you don't like stay sense. in the dorms. That's the one I did was the stay at home one because oh. broke. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, we, because back east, you don't have any option but to sleep over because mm. the closest one to where I lived was in Pennsylvania. Yeah. So we had to sleep in the, the dorms. They on didn't the have campus. one in Ohio? I don't think so. That's quite surprising. Yeah. I know. I mean. I think it just depended weird. on the university that like would allow it. The yeah. university that we went to was like a tiny, not a university, the college we went to was like a tiny college like in the mountains. Anyway. Okay. Well, yeah. I just, thanks for clearing that up because I had never heard of those options before. Yeah. I'd only known of just like the, the, normal, the one. normal one. So then jumping to 2012. The FSY conferences for Strength of Youth, those were held internationally and they were organized locally instead of through BYU because before everything just like went through BYU, of course. Yeah. Um, And then in 2019, the church announced that they would be adopting FSY throughout the entire church and kind of doing away with EFY. But FSY is still modeled after EFY, but it's just more accessible to everyone since the cost of going to EFY was a limitation. And, you know, they want to make sure they're indoctrinating yeah. all the youth. They want to make can. sure they're reaching, <laughs> they're reaching as far as they can. Yeah. <clears throat> well, and by 2019, I had left the church. But from my understanding, it's more like girls camp. Like you, mm-hmm. it's not, it's kind of required. You know, like they're not yeah. going to say it's required, but like. It's like youth you're, conference. You're like frowned upon and judged if you don't go to, yeah, youth conference yeah. or girls camp. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like I'm the oldest one here, so it, it, and I'm not from Utah, so I just had such a different experience with EFY. And the only reason I got to go, because again, the cost was because my parents didn't have that money, but so one of my brothers had to pay for me to go. Wow. Because, like, I really wanted to go because it's like one of those fun things when you're in the church and you're 
a teenager mm-hmm. and I couldn't go otherwise. So I got to go that one time. The fact that you guys, it, it was like almost more of a, not requirement, but like it, it became that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's how it is still back East. I think it's just like out here. It's more like that, but I don't, I, I mean, be wrong. of course, like yeah. in the bubble. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe I'm wrong. Cause like I said, I, no, I don't think you're wrong. I think, I mean, that makes sense. Yet another reason for kids to give their time and energy to the church. another week in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. So many weeks in the summer. Yeah. They have girls camp. They have scout camp. They have youth conference. Youth conference. Now FSY. Yeah. On top of church. Yeah. Sometimes summer seminary. Yeah. Young women's activities. Young men's activities. Is summer seminary a thing? Yeah. And early morning seminary? Yeah. What? Didn't you do summer seminary? Yeah. And early morning, I think. Why? Why? <laughs> Pressure. Have to dig deep for that answer. <laughs> I don't really but know. Like, but why does someone do summer summer? I'm sorry. I'm really like it's just like things I've never heard of before that I'm like because it's that? not a thing where in Ohio you only do it during the school year. Yeah, and it's only ever offered early morning before school. That's interesting because all of our because like in my ward we had several different school districts because of how big our ward was. So we would all go to the church building. For seminary in the morning and then we'd all drive from there to our separate schools wow hmm. that's interesting because um in terms of like seminary like offered in school there's you can realistically have seminary for any period of the day yeah i my seminary so sometimes it was still. second period sometimes it was fourth period um but yeah then you also had the people who had the option to do early morning and then anyone could choose to do summer so like could, would you just do that like in lieu of doing it during school no, it was no, added on. It was added on. You would still do just seminary during semester yeah. time. But why? Just like once a week. Just like on Tuesday nights, you go to summer seminary. It's but this- why? <laughs> it's the same. Because your friends went. Your friends went. It's the same reason why people went to young women's activities. It's because it Made was you something you like you did. were better than everyone. It was something yeah. you did when you were just in the church. Like, yeah. It's just another thing to take time to keep you in it. Huh. You know I never I mean? did it, but I, but I did heard have, of it. I have heard of it, and I I did early morning seminary, at least for my senior year, in ninth grade. Yeah, but that's it's just so yeah. weird how different, <laughs> like the expectations are here, versus like back east. I do feel like, I mean, we were a lot. A lot was required of us back in Ohio, but like not as much. I feel like it's definitely heavier here. Yeah, it's different. It's a lot. It's like mm-hmm. every aspect of your life. We can get into that later. If you want to <laughs> no, continue you're going good. through. No, that's totally fine. I just have one more thing with yeah. EFY. So they do still offer like the special edition sessions, like the traditional EFY sessions, but they do it at church historical sites like in Nauvoo and Palmyra and Kirtland. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's one in Salt Lake and Independence and then one in San Diego, but I don't know why that one's important. I... So, I vaguely remember when we went to San Diego. Oh, Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. It was like a whole Mormon. Something happened like, with the LDS church, yeah. but there was this whole Mormon monu- monument we went to. We and went like to a little museum. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't oh, remember I've exactly never even what. Heard I wasn't paying that. attention. I was mentally was so out of the church, random. but <laughs> I know. I remember. I was like. What? But there were like elder missionaries there. Like when yeah, you go to Temple Square yeah. or another historical site and. Yeah, something happened there. I can't remember. I can't remember either. But oh, I think it was something with the Mormon battalion. 
Maybe, oh, yeah. I think I've actually been there too. It was a really long time ago, but I've never even heard of that. Well, we didn't go to San Diego for that, but then randomly one day my parents there. were just like, yeah. And it, it was right next to like this like outside market. And we yeah, walked it was a up really cool it. area of San Diego. Like there was, we went to that really yummy Mexican restaurant, and yeah, then it was like fire got like blue so corn. Good. Mm, the first time I tried deep fried ice cream. Ooh, hell yeah. This is yeah. So, God, should we go back? <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah but let's, then anyways, let's go to the Mormon Battalion. Yeah, it's yeah. just in the middle of all this like normal, yeah. cool stuff. And then there's so this weird. eyesore you yeah. walk into and you're like, why is this here? That's so weird. Really strange. Yeah, I've never heard of that. And my family did one of those like cross country. You did a cross country. And we, yeah, and I did like all the stops with my parents one time coming back from BYU, Idaho. That sounds like a lot. It yeah. was a lot, and I wow. hated it. But if you were coming back from BYU, I, I mean, I guess that makes sense. To... But like, we so kind you of did the other. But ones? we like went out of our way to like go to places, not necessarily that it like made sense to go. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I don't so know. So, which ones did you go to? Mm, Missouri. Lock <laughs> this one out. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just, I really just remember like Nauvoo specifically. Um, but we, I mean, we went to a bunch. I just can't remember. All of them. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, my family did the same thing and we went to Palmyra and we went to Kirtland and we went to Nauvoo. We saw the pageants in both Palmyra and Nauvoo. Oh yeah. I've seen the, I've seen both pageants and I've been to Palmyra several times because we would go for youth conference. We would go as YSAs to see the pageant. Um, Stuff like that. Did so. they get rid of the pageant? Yeah, they did. Yeah, that's what I thought. Thank the year, God. the year we went to New York was the last one. No, they didn't have it. We got there, and Mom thought they did. Oh no! And then she, they were like taking apart like the stage. I think. Oh, oh so yeah. you like missed it or by something? just a little bit. Damn, that sucks. And she was really sad about it. But yeah, yeah, that we was worked. the only church history, like main church history spot I've ever been to. Is like. Palmyra and the Sacred Grove or whatever the yeah. forest of trees you want to call them. The fucking Sacred Grove. Yeah. I mean, pretty trees. Yeah, it's, it was really it's a pretty. pretty little grove, but yeah. But also, like, it's like that's like just all of the east. Like, all, yeah. Like, yeah. all of the forests look like, like that. Like, it's all gorgeous. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And so, they, they do have some like weird specialized sessions as well. So, they have EFY Habits for Life. Oh god. What? And they have EFY Mission Ready. And this one is so weird. They have EFY ACT prep. What? What the yeah. hell? I know. Isn't that weird? Cause they want you to get into BYU. Probably, yeah. <laughs> There's no reason that should exist. I know. I thought that was so weird. Just like combining school and church. Like government like, and church. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah there should that. be a separation between church and state. How yeah. <laughs> Why did you say that? <laughs> I don't know. Because that's like true. But you were saying it like <laughs> they were should... like making fun of people. There should be a there separation. Should be a separation. <laughs> no, there absolutely I just meant should. I agree. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing the voice. <laughs> okay, Sorry. anyway. No, you're good. So then I have some <laughs> quotes. Um, oh, one no. is from John, by the way, and the other one's from <gasps> Hank Smith. I, oh, God. Hawk Smith. Hawk Smith. <laughs> I've been Did Tonker. I say Hawk? No. No, that's what people on Twitter call him. Hawker Smith. Yeah. Yeah. I, I call him. I have been to probably three firesides with John, by the way. Yeah, I've yeah, been to some like too. A celebrity. And now I look yeah. back on it and I'm like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, no, we used to listen to both of their like CDs because they would like publish their talks and stuff. We would listen to them all the time. And I think I have, I mean, I didn't meet him, but 
He came to one of our youth conferences once. Mm-hmm. And we were like, wow, John, by the way, you know, he is a celebrity. Anyway, so the first one, John says, the greatest impact is from the counselors, not the speakers. Some kids didn't know you could be cool and be a Latter-day Saint at the same time. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) That's one of the things EFY did. It's always been the counselors. Do you know how severely underpaid those counselors are, though? They're getting paid? I thought it was. Oh, yeah, no, it's it's like they make like $400 a week. Like, Gosh. literally. They make, like... I know mm. because my friend in high school did it. She yeah. worked it out, like, hourly once, and she was making, like, 4 or $5 an hour. Oh, yeah. That's, wow. like, nuts. And, like, what does... EFY is <clears throat> expensive. Even just the stay-at-home ones. Like, you're still paying a good amount of money. No, yeah. So, like, what are they... What are they, what are they paying for? I mean, I'm assuming the college gets a fair amount, but... Yeah. Just straight like, in the temples. Feed, yeah, and they, like, feed everyone, too. So, food. But, like... Yikes. How expensive is food, really? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, for like great either. No. Yeah. Anyway, girls camp food is way better. I oh, I obviously, went, I only went once. How much was it again? It's like eight hundred, right? It for depends like an overnighter. on which session you go to. Let me look. I also think the AFI one was more expensive. Oh yeah, that one was like yeah. Crazy. I feel like only the rich kids went to AFI. Yeah, that's like. Did you went to AFY. I went to AFY. <laughs> I didn't know you went to AFY. I did, yeah. Oh, my God. She has a lot of experience, let me tell you. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, one of my, like, rich friends growing up went to AFY. And it was, like, a whole thing because it's, like, a lot smaller. Yeah, and it was a lot less, like, church-centered. Yeah, it's more just, like... See, that sounds like it could be fun. It was fun. I mean, don't get yeah. me wrong. There were a ton of devotionals and stuff like that still, yeah. but, yeah. like... Compared to regular fun. EFY. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it does depend on where you're going, but it's anywhere from like 600 to almost $900. Yeah. yeah. Depending on where you go. Jesus. So uh, my guess wasn't that bad. Yeah. No, it's like crazy how expensive it is. But okay. And then this quote's from Hank Smith. And he said, I think the Lord started this program back when it was awesome, but not crucial. He gave up 40 years to grow. Now, right when the church absolutely needs it, it is ready. I believe FSY can become an integral part of what it means to grow up in the church over the next few decades. I can't stand that guy. Me either. I fucking hate him. Me too. I actually don't know a lot about him, but it kind of... He's just annoying. Count your blessings for that one. (laughs) Maybe I do. Because he sounds familiar, but I'm not sure. Yeah, he's the one that called one one of his, like, previous students, Korahor. On Twitter. It was like a whole fucking thing. And the, yeah, I didn't know that. The student didn't do like anything. anything. Yeah. Basically, he was just like saying how the celestial kingdom and that whole concept is only like Mormonism. Like it came only from Mormonism. Mm-hmm. And the student is like, no, dude, like a lot of other religions have this belief. Yeah. And he, I don't think he said anything else except just core whore. Unprovoked, yeah. really. And he never got fired. He still teaches at yeah. BYU. Mm-hmm. And everyone like freaked out. But I think it did push that guy Calvin out of the church a little more. Well, Good for him. Go to BYU anymore. Thank God. Yeah. He's like one of the believing gays. Yeah. I feel bad for those ones. That's all I have on EFY. Interesting. Okay. Um. So we'll go through the first girls' camp real quick, and then we can just open it up. Any stories you guys have, etc. So, the first recorded girls' camp was in 1912. 
by the Liberty Stake of Salt Lake City. That also surprised me. 1912, so early. I know. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there were 82 young women and 15 officers, that's what it said, Ooh. attended the <laughs> <Yeah>. camp. <laughs> so to get to the camp, they had to, they traveled south of Salt Lake by streetcar to a location that is now Murray. Um, and then they loaded their bags and everything onto a wagon. And then they hiked a little over a mile to the banks of the Big Cottonwood Creek. The stream was widened and deepened in one place to allow for wading and swimming. But they had to cross it. Sounds like trek. Yeah, yeah. I was like, so it's just trek? <laughs> yeah. And so during the week, uh, they learned about flowers and insects and birds and plants. And then they cooked and they concluded the week with a, um, a haystack ride and a night to entertain parents and ward friends who visited the camp. I don't know what that means. Probably like a talent show. Yeah, yeah something like that. Just the choice of words. Yeah, I know. Yeah, let's entertain <laughs> these just, old men. I know, exactly. <laughs> these little girls. That's on par, yeah. Yeah, actually, I mean, so. yeah, it checks out. And then the financing, like, did you guys have to do fundraising for girls camp? We had a pretty rich ward. We, we That's were in a true. rich ward. That's true. Thing. I forgot who I was talking so to. Much. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. The AFY I mean, girl. Yeah, Bree went to AFY. <laughs> She's um, rich. I don't think I don't think we did. We did. Really? I remember one year we made um, caramel and chocolate covered pretzels and we sold them. Uh, maybe we did. I just really blocked that part out. Yeah. But yeah, no, we had to fundraise. And so I was thinking, like, do the young men also fundraise? No. Exactly. What the fuck's up with that? <laughs> well, because they get a bigger budget. Yeah. Yeah, which is, it's crazy also just to interject about the budget. The fact that everyone pays tithing, but like you don't get to say what you want it to go to. Mm -hmm. Like you can't be like, I want this to go to the young, the young women. Yeah. Like you just give it to the ward or whatever and they, they just divvy it up how they want. Mm -hmm. What I would do for all of my money back. Oh, that same. Because the way I would do tithing is I would forget every time I got paid. And then at the beginning of each summer, like June, I would go throughout everything. I'd figure it out. And then I would like submit a tithing of $500. Damn. And I was like, oh, it works out. It's fine. My parents did that too. Yeah. I'm pissed. I know. Literally, pissed. I want my the money back. Where's my fucking money, man? Mm -hmm. I I need it now. It's in that untouchable. Don't tell mom what is that. It? She'll call you anti. <laughs> it's cold. You told her that. You whore oh whore. <laughs> yeah. That was all I had for Girls Camp, but I do have one last quote um, from Elena Dalton. All right. She says, <laughs> she said, a camp with the most basic and simple accommodations can become a sacred place where the spirit of the Lord is present, where daughters of God put the principles of the gospel into practice and the glorious blessings of nature are appreciated in happy ways. I know. God, just relax. Whole, I know. That was a whole... It's a camp. You know what I mean? It's not... God. I know. And the most basic and simple accommodations. Yeah, we know. Yeah, we literally, we know. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> that's all I have Damn. for you. So. Gross. Thoughts? Experiences? Many. Many. Would you like to begin? Well, yeah, let's sure. let's talk about EFY first. Just kind of go in the order that we were discussing it. I mean, I don't have a ton of EFY. And I, don't, I only went once in like 2015, I think. But I remember I went with my friend. And we'll just, we can just call her Jack or something, because that's my dog's name. So anyway, <laughs> so I went with my friend Jack, and <laughs> um, me and her had never gone before, and I went to EFY SUU, 
um, because like last minute, I guess we decided we wanted to go to EFY and BYU was booked, obviously. Yep, of course. Um, yeah. And my friend, Jack, her family like was kind of LDS, kind of not. I mean, you know EFY, you wake up, you do scripture study, you go eat, you do scripture study, you like go to classes, you eat, then you do scripture study, and then <laughs> it's a lot. And yeah. you have all these devotionals, all these lessons, and I don't know. I remember in one of the lessons that we went to together, it was talking about like celestial kingdom and how your family won't be with you who aren't members. And um, she just like lost it because she loved her older brother and he was not active. So I remember we ditched one of the lessons because she was crying so hard and we just sat on the bed and I was just like hugging her while she was sobbing and talking about how she did not want to be with her brother when they died. And it was like incredibly traumatic for her. It wasn't for me, but like seeing that on her, I was like, dang, that's like, that's really bad. I don't know. Just seeing that kind of raw physical pain it was causing her. I know she's not LDS anymore. Yeah. Um, Good for her. But I think that was probably her turning point, if I could guess. Yeah. I mean, that probably sticks out to her as like a moment where she was like, this is fucked. Yeah. yeah. I just, <laughs> probably. I think it's really weird that like there's such a focus on the next life and not this life because it's yeah. like, you don't actually know, like you have to have faith, right? But it's like everything you do in this life affects that life. But like, if you're not living, then what's the fucking point? No. And I, I've one. seen a quote that said like, if your religion is solely focused on the next life, <laughs> you might be in a cult. Like, yeah, that, it's if, true. No, if you are That's living, really good, actually. If you're That's living this life right now solely for the next, the next life, life yeah, supposedly. question mark. That's I mean, yeah. it's fear mongering. hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. That's yeah. what it is. So, yeah. yeah, it just feels unnecessary. It's like a cheap shot to like take at families to be like, you have to keep them here. Like, you have to, mm-hmm. and you have to stay because yeah. you don't want to like, be separated. Yeah. And you put it on them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, my mom kind of feels like that. Like, she, you know, I've left. My brother has left. My youngest sibling wants to leave, wants to leave but uh, they're only 13, so that's not going to be allowed for a while. But anyway, but yeah, mm-hmm. my mom's like, I just want my kids to be good people and you know it's like her fault that her kids left but like it's not and you guys are good yeah. people so it's just like yeah. it's kind of the same thing it's like oh you're telling this this teenager that she's not going to be able to be with her brother who's probably also a good person mm-hmm. and it's just like that's the only criteria that you just yeah. have to like be docile and follow the church's rules yeah yeah. It's just really sad. It's it is like sad. from the moment, like you said, like a lot of your worth as a parent is put on teaching your kids how to live their life this way. Yeah. And then when you fail, quotation marks. Yeah, quote unquote. <laughs> um, and they aren't part of the church, then I could see how like being a parent that would like take a lot of your worth, especially if you grew up in the church. Yeah. Because you'd be like, that makes me a shitty parent because my kids aren't doing what I've been told to do with my kids my entire life. Like you were saying how they were like, well, all you have to do is follow our rules. Well, bitch, you have a shit ton of rules. Yeah. yeah. It's not just simple rules like don't kill. <laughs> it's not the Ten Commandments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are so many other things and 
things you need to do and hidden rules yeah it's like you have no clue about yeah and like unspoken rules yeah and Mm -hmm. just like all these expectations put on you (laughs) exactly fucking summer seminary i'm still in shock about that (laughs) but yeah no so it really sucks no i think about that in terms of my eufy experience pretty often if i really believed it i would feel similar probably sure Mm -hmm. that makes sense like if i was still in it and brie wasn't i'd probably feel like that i'd be like I don't want to be without her. Well, I've even yeah, thought that was like my extended family. Can you family. imagine that? I mean, imagine you <sighs> thinking that. Like, I just can't imagine like me being in the church and thinking like. I like, can't. And I would, that's that. why I could see why you would continually try to convert or bring people back into the fold. Yeah, no, for sure. Whatever. But it's so much more harm than good. It is. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that. Your turn. Um, AFY girl. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about your experiences with EFY and AFY? Yeah, I mean, honestly, so I did say earlier I'd been to two EFYs. I've, as I've been sitting here thinking, I only went to one. I was about to go to a second one, and then I had a huge fight with my friend. So I have only been once to EFY, okay, yeah. um, and I went once to AFY. I honestly... I just didn't have any bad experiences. Like I <laughs> you just ate that shit up. I ate you? that shit up. Yeah. Like I I loved it. Yeah. I, I really Yeah, like- no, and that's listen, the thing is is we're obviously we talk about negative church experiences, but it's obvious that there are good experiences that you can have in the church as well. And it's about the people and and just kind of like where you are in it mm-hmm. because it's like I had plenty of really good experiences with like girls camp for instance mm-hmm. where I just like I fucking loved that but yeah me too like looking back and like knowing what I know now I'm like oh it's kind of weird that like we had to do all these things but like yeah. in the moment and your memories of it it's still going to be a good memory mm-hmm. so I mean that's I, what makes it hard to leave exactly that's what makes people keep doing it is they hold on to the good stuff because when it's good it's really good yeah yeah and that kind of like reinforces their belief because they're like oh well you know i felt the spirit yeah at efy <laughs> yeah so it has to be true mm-hmm. so then yeah it's but that tough. which is good in mormonism is not unique and that mm. which is unique is yeah. not good <laughs> so but oh my god yeah. that was deep that, that was, was really deep. good Bree. i saw it on twitter yeah. i don't know who said it <laughs> so you're just you're just ripping people left and just right <laughs> and that's great you had like really good experiences but then you have girls camp and trek and efy <laughs> And AFY and, youth and conference normal and, things and yeah. church and so that's where it's like becomes all consuming in every aspect of your life. Oh, Home, it church, was all consuming. I at one so, point had three callings in Young Women's. Yeah. Oh my god. She like, was at one crazy. time. At one time she was. Yeah. Crazy. And I thought I was so much better than everyone else. Like I remember <laughs> I like telling that. everyone that I had three callings. <laughs> what callings did you have at the same time? So I was the Laurel president. And Classic. I was in charge of teaching the other youth family history like once a month. And oh, and then I was on the stake youth um, committee. Oh, I remember that. Of yeah. course you were. I yeah, gave that talk at state conference and everyone was so proud of you. I remember that. Do you remember that? I gave a talk at state conference. Did you block that out? Wait, no, straight up. Did I? Yeah, it I- was at state <laughs> conference. Brielle, you got up there and you spoke in front of everyone and everyone could not stop talking about how great you spoke. Clearly, this affected Abby at the time, so she remembers. <laughs> Did you straight up block this out? I remember out? giving baller talks in, like, Ward Sacrament. But baller talks? talks. <laughs> I'm deceased. I mean, you gave, I hate that. You gave 
talks. Anyway, I'm keeping it. No. She gave talks all the fucking time. Of course they, she did. Yeah, because they were ballers. <laughs> you tripled down on the ball. Dude, you know what's funny? I forgot that they would ask us to do talks in Sacrament because I, I they asked me once. I said no, and they never asked me again. Nice. I but, asked one time to give a talk because <laughs> clearly I needed some more attention in my life at the time. So I sought the bishop out and I was like, can I give a talk? And he was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, he's, I was like, I'll do it, whatever you say. And then oh I just God. wanted attention because you, you know, weren't getting it at home. Family right? life. I was probably mentally out of the church when I was like 16, but I had to keep going because I lived at home. And that's like one of the rules of that home. And I remember, like, because Brie was still in it. I'm like, because at that point, me and my sister didn't really get along. And I was like, we'll never, ever get along if I leave. Because <laughs> I was like, I felt like I had oh, to yeah. be similar to her in that way for her to, yeah, for us to be friends. Which is sad, because you can be friends with someone. But, I mean, it depends yeah. on the person, obviously, but. I just thought it was all or nothing, yeah. which is so. I mean, that's sad. that's the that's what the church but, wants you to think the stakes yeah. are. Yeah, so yeah, so that's sense. why I kept trying. Anyways, what were, we were talking about your experiences. Yeah, I don't know. They just you like fueled ones. my self righteousness. <laughs> I don't know, like guys, I really, I was Honestly, a terrible, at the terrible at the person. peak the peak Mormon in your life that you felt like peak Mormon mm-hmm. that you were. Scale of one to ten, self righteousness. Ten. I could have told you that. No hesitation. <laughs> no, like I, I mean, at one point I was going to church by myself because yeah. my family wasn't going and I, I had like this like persecution complex because I was going to church by myself, but like I just thought I was, I so thought I was better. better than everyone in my family. I thought I was better than everyone in the ward. No, like it's terrible to say, but I can't believe you've the done this much like self-reflection though. This is impressive. Very impressive to me that. Because I never thought that was, I was like, oh, Brie thinks she's better than us. No, I didn't think that. I just thought you did it because you really believed. Oh, I But this did, is though. so interesting. I yeah, it, was, it, was it. it was both. Yeah, it was I both. It was both. I 100% believed. Like, there was never Well, it's almost like doubt. it fuels it. It's like, you know it's true and you know you're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Ergo, you're better than everyone. Yeah. I can yeah. see that. This is just impressive to me that you've worked through that and you're like, We're proud of you, Brie. No. Growth. Yeah. Wow. And now you're here on the Fruity Honey Exmos <laughs> podcast. Oh, my. If you would have told, told Brie four years ago. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. She would have lost it. <laughs> Since none of us went to AFY, yeah, can I'm talk a little bit more about, about like, what do you do at AFY? Yeah, so we stayed in cabins. Um, so it was wow. definitely more like, oh, and side note, our girls camps, the only time we stayed in like cabins or anything kind of more like camping was when we did steak girls camp yeah because we came did from you a go to bougie Heber? ward yeah no i mean like we stayed at like the super rich people in our ward had like cabins and stuff like that oh, but when i say yeah. cabin i just mean like a 12 bedroom second home mm-hmm. in heber it's so weird to me that you guys <laughs> have ward and steak girls camp ours was always steak because you didn't yeah, have as many people. As many, right? Yeah, because, I mean, our ward was always the biggest ward. And we maybe, at most, had 15, 20 girls. Dead, so dead. Each, really? e- yeah, each, like, site would be a ward site at the campsite mm-hmm. in general. And, like, some of the wards would have to combine because they'd only have, like, two girls. And it would still be the smallest campsite. So wow. it's just, like, I That's can't crazy. relate to, like steak or ward mm-hmm. it was just always the whole steak because there were, there weren't as many people in my riverton ward we had 
70 young women and 30 of them were beehives. Oh Ooh. my god. That kind of sounds like ours though. Not yeah. that not extreme, that but um it was nuts. <laughs> I would say we easily had like 40, 50. Yeah, yeah. it was crazy. And it, it was funny too because at least in our ward there would always be more beehives than laurels always. because people would trickle out eventually and mm-hmm. the only like the diehards like Brie yeah. would stay. <laughs> but oh so are we just doing girls camp stuff now? Um, hold on. I had some things to say about EFY. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry Max. But you were going to talk about AFY first. Oh, yeah. I got distracted. Sorry. We Yeah, we, we got <laughs> I distracted. I just get excited. Anyways, but okay. AFY. Um, we went up to Rexburg and we stayed in cabins and it was it was really fun. We went like whitewater river rafting one day. That's we went fun. horseback riding. We did like a ropes course and like, like rappelling, I think. Mm-hmm. Damn. It was really fun. And then we had like a like a dance, you know? Yes, the dances. Um, oh, yeah, because they do those at EFY too, right? Mm-hmm. Gross. Yeah, yeah, I had way more fun at the AFY one though because it was more like they were just like teaching us like like country line dances. Oh, so that oh. way we didn't actually have to like interact with like people. with Yeah, <laughs> like I didn't have to dance with any boys, which was always like the worst part of those dances. But, you know. Yeah. The worst part for me for steak dances was um, that I wouldn't dance with anyone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That was an intrusive. Like you were just smiling. I didn't I know how to react to that. anyone. <laughs> I mean, looking back, it's like, now I'm like, nice. Right? But <laughs> like, like in the moment, that one. we would always, all of me and my friends would always go to the bathroom during mm. slow songs, so we wouldn't Oh, feel nice. bad about it. That's it's, so sad. I was like two feet taller than all of the boys. I so. mean, do you want to hear something controversial? I danced with a girl at a steak dance. Hell yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Not, I mean, that's not controversial here. And if I didn't I know we, I was gay before. I know. <laughs> I you knew I know. after that day. I think me and my friends did that too if we didn't get asked. I didn't know that they did dances at AFY though. Yeah, but. Again, it's it, was, like, it was a different vibe. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I don't More think like I country. slow danced with any of the guys. Mm-hmm. With my cow. Your yeah, crush was, of the week. I was going to bring up cow. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. funny. I know. Um, did you guys have a cow then? Oh, yeah. Every week. Yeah. I Do had, I remember I had who they a cow were? on no. Jack. But your on your friend, friend Jack, that went, you went with? <laughs> that goes, that's she, her. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. She, her. <laughs> I had a cow on um, clearly a gay guy. Classic. He was, cle- he was like my good pal. His name was Ednol. It was really weird. Come again? Um, yeah. Because <laughs> they're night. <laughs> yeah. Ednol. E-D-N-A-L. Ednol. And we were like pals, but like clearly the two homos. Like looking back, I'm like, wow, we were just two gay bitches vibing. Yeah. And um, oh. so he is the only one that I would ever have considered my cow. Yeah. But again... Just really living up to the lesbian stereotype of only having crushes on gay men. It was consistent. Anyway. It was consistent. (laughs) Yeah. I just had crushes on everyone, I feel like. Yeah, she did. I can't really, like, pick anyone out. But I've been, like, uh, for the last, like, year or something, I've been unfriending everyone I went to EFY with. Yeah. Because I'm like, why... Why? <laughs> and so many of them have left too. So yeah, I'm like, Hell that's what yeah. I, a lot of them are Exmos. Yeah. I'm still friends with them. I'm still friends with, yeah, but some of them. but The cool ones. But, like, yeah. I haven't talked to them in no. forever, like, 
you know, I saw them for one week when I was 15. But like when I left my <laughs> EFI friends, I was like crying, you know? Yeah. Because you, know, I, I you trauma bond. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You spent yeah. every waking moment with these yeah. people. I was going to bring up the escorting thing. <gasps> oh, yeah. I forgot. Oh, my that. God. Yeah. I forgot about that, too. Yeah. Wow. Where you had to like link up with. Two boy. guys. And if two yeah, guys to a girl, right? I mean, if there were that many boys, yeah. No, it was I'm always like, two girls to a guy. It was two it girls, was two to, girls a guy. to a guy. Okay. Oh my god, it was. Mm-hmm. <gasps> there were always more. They were girls. pushing polygamy. Polygamy. <laughs> and like at the time, um, I was always like, Oh, who's gonna like pick me? But now looking back, it's so cringy, like that they god, made us do that man. wherever we would go, you know? I forgot. I just remember like my elbow pits getting really sweaty too. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. When you're like <laughs> being escorted. Wow, I can't believe how much I blocked out. Yeah, that same, time in my same, life. Same. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. The dances. Did you guys learn the the choreographed ones? Yeah. So like the, the Eat It. Yeah. That one. Yeah. I still <laughs> yeah. S- kind of remember that yeah, one. Yeah, me too. Little, but. And then I remembered this one guy was like, Yeah, I pray for trials. So then, you know, so then he'll like grow yeah, from I've them. Heard that. Um and I like at the time I was like, wow, that's like so amazing and like <laughs> humble <laughs> humble <laughs> and anyway i like always remember oh. that and then uh, another thing like a big takeaway i got from efy was if you're not sure if um it's coming from the spirit or yourself if it's a good thing then it doesn't matter if it's coming from the spirit or yourself you mm-hmm. should still do it and i like held on to both of those things um because i was like you know, I was confused about like things I would like be prompted to do or something. But I was like, am I just like making that up? Mm-hmm. You don't like have your own thoughts almost. Mm-hmm. You just think it's the spirit. Yeah. I think that's really all I was okay. going to say. But, um, yeah. Last thing about EFY for me. I just remembered that there was some drama during my week of EFY because two of the guys snuck in an r-rated movie oh no do you remember what movie i don't they, i don't i don't think they told us but they got sent home midweek because of it <gasps> so they had to like come tell us in the morning they were like they had to tell some everyone of you, some of you might have noticed that what's i was gonna like joe and john had to leave um because they snuck in an R-rated movie, and that's just not the sp- in the spirit of EFY. Wow! So Dead. they had to leave, and we were like, oh. <laughs> you know, we were like, oh my god, why would you do that? <laughs> but anyway, it was just so R-rated movies funny. are the best movies. Oh yeah! yeah. I, shockingly, I never watched one until I was eighteen. Oh. oh no, I watched the first one. I watched. I think I was like thirteen or fourteen. I mean, that was a big deal. During EFI, EFY week. So um, anyway, Dead. I just remembered that piece of drama. But, that's pretty um, good. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Do we want to chat about girls camp? Did yeah. we just start with Abby? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I went pretty much every year until I turned 18 and I was a YSA. Is that what it's called? YCL. YCL. <laughs> I wasn't it for very long. <laughs> I didn't do much. They also like for the very first one, they had our parents write notes and give to us and they had us go off in the woods and read them alone mm-hmm. they did that for us too yeah, so I've done that. like i was missing my family and i got this note like i've been taken away from <laughs> they're like we're just so proud of you and we love you so much and that was so great and fine but i'm like could i have my phone back to call them <laughs> like wow. they t- like took your phones 
they took mine and my other friend, let's call her um, Jill. Jill. Jack and Jill. <laughs> they took me and my friend Jill's phone because we were using it at night. They took it. Damn. Um, and then a different instance was a steak girls camp. It was in the middle of the night. Like I said, it was a steak girls camp. There's this big pavilion everyone go to for meals. We get there. We all sit down. There's chairs everywhere. And they start passing up blindfolds. And everyone put on a blindfold. And then they started playing, like, music. And it was, like, kind of scary music. It, like, sounded like a storm almost. And then they had people go around in front of us, like, in the rows and do different things. One person had, like, a nail, and they would open your hands and put, like, a nail in your hand. One guy had, like, a thing of wood or something heavy that he put on your shoulder, and he was like, will you carry this with me? And then, like, they would, like, have, like, spray bottles for, like, a storm, or I don't know. I just was, like, really weirded out. And they were like, okay, take your blindfolds off. And we took our blindfolds off, and there's this big picture of Jesus all lit up. And, like, we were all The biggest picture of Jesus I've ever seen. Seriously? It was was massive. (laughs) Yeah. It was, like, some recording of someone talking like Jesus. You've heard it before. I don't even remember what I said. I was just, like, looking around, and people were crying, and I was, like... I wasn't crying, but I think I was just really weirded out. I was just like, what the fuck? Anyways, when we all left, me, my friend Jill, and let's call the other one Dave. (laughs) Even though Dave's a girl. Dead. We were walking back to our camp, and Dave, like, collapsed sobbing and crying. And we all knelt down on this trail, crying and holding each other. And Jill was like, should we say a prayer? (laughs) And I'm like, bitch! Grab the mic. Listen, I was always that person. Like, should but, we say a prayer? But, were? but here's the fucking thing, okay? She was like, should we say a prayer for comfort? When we just had a fucking thing about church that should have brought us comfort. Mm-hmm. And now we have to have a prayer to make us feel better about it? Like, yeah, that's weird. what the hell? I like, mean, that just, thing, the conditioning is deep. Because it was a physically and emotionally draining week. Like, mm-hmm. but yeah, so that was one. Um, I got in trouble for wearing shorts going swimming at the lake. Oof. Wait. That was rough. You wore shorts to swim and you got in trouble? So I like walked up wearing shorts. Okay. And you have to wear, you cannot wear shorts yeah. unless you are in the water. But, oh my God. Yeah. But there I was walked, like, a, like a 10 minute walk or something. So we all walked up in like our shorts as normal people do, like about to get into water or a canoe. And they were like, you have to go put your jeans on. You have to wear your jeans in the canoe? That's what they said. You, if you're going to be in the canoe, you have to wear your jeans. And then if you're going to swim in the water, you have to walk up here in your jeans with your shorts and swimsuit bottoms underneath. And then take the jeans off and immediately go in the water. Oh, my God. And the whole yeah, reason the whole for this thing. was if the brethren came and was there. Because they can't control their thoughts if teenage girls are wearing shorts. 30, 40, 50 year old men can't control themselves around teenage women. And it's our responsibility as women to help keep the brethren on the righteous path. Wow. Okay. So some trauma there. Bree, do you have any (laughs) stories? Um, one time I went to two girls' camps in one summer. Wow. I, I bet you that just are really righteous. That like fuels <laughs> oh your self-righteousness so. even more. I don't know. I have a really like unique, I don't like Exmo story, I guess, because I just really never had any bad things happen to me in the church. The only reason I left it was because I just separated myself from it for some time. And then after that separation, I was able to look back on it and be like wait a damn minute (laughs) but there was nothing ever that happened to me 
in the moment. Like I just. That's so interesting. Yeah. And. I mean, I love that for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it seemed like your personality as a child and as a teenager responded to it very well. It's an oldest child thing. And if you had never (laughs) stopped going, Mm -hmm. you would probably still be in it. Yeah. No. And the only reason I stopped going is because I went to a YSA ward and I was like, excuse me, what is this? I was like, this is. This is not it. It's horrible. And I was Mm -hmm. dating Colton. And so I was like, okay, well, the only reason they have these wards is to get you to get get married. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, I have a man. That's fucking right. (laughs) So. Yeah. So what's the point? Yeah. And like now, of course, I look back and I'm like, yeah, that's that's not okay. That's not okay. Like these teachings are harmful. Yeah. And like especially to, you know, like historically marginalized group and maybe not so much me harmful in that moment but still like they're harmful and it's not okay and i can see that now but never in the moment was i like that's weird i mean i think it's good though to hear like that perspective from someone who like really was in it and like believed it in the moment yeah like i think i don't know i know you and maddie have similar stories that i can't relate to as much because I never really believed it. I just had to do it. It's different. So mm-hmm. you guys can probably relate a yeah, lot no, more. Yeah, no, I, b- I believed it. <laughs> okay, well, no uh, fun stories there, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> Next. <laughs> Moving on. I've been trying to think of like traumatic things. And the only thing that I could think of, I think I did this twice, once at youth conference, once at girls camp. But we did like an iron rod simulation. Yeah, she did that. Girls and camp. Yeah. she set that up for our girls. Camp. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I was yeah, there blindfolded again. At girls camp. <laughs> uh, I know. What's up with the the blindfolds? <laughs> like that's kind of kinky. I know. Could you not blindfold me? There's got to be some like God, some scientific reason for manipulation. Like mm-hmm. just take away some of their senses. Yeah, taking away oh, like, your most, one of your yeah. most basic senses that tells you about the world for mm-hmm. someone. Who has all of their senses? Yeah, I'm sure it's. De- I mean, it's debilitating. Yeah, it lowers it, your guard. It's just tr- it's training you to not tr- like trust yourself, but to trust like what they're telling you. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's really what it is. In one of the simulations we did, we were blindfolded and we had to like um, listen to what the people were telling, like where to go. Yeah, um, you know, like oh, just like step over this branch, it's fine, and then you can get back onto the. The rod, you know, but then they would like lead us away. They would like make you trip. <laughs> yeah. But then the other time we yeah. did it not blindfolded and there was just, you know, there was, they had like some people partying and like. Oh, okay. <laughs> I want to know. Norman version of partying. They were just like, like flipping our autopilot. are like, come over here. <laughs> yeah. No, they, they, we're they, they were wearing, like, they were wearing like, you know, colorful clothes and they had like fancy fuck? goblets and like food on the table oh. and they were just like, come over just for a second, you know? And you're like, okay. Yeah, you're like, vibes. <laughs> but yeah, no, I held on to the rod, so I did not get led astray. Anyway. <laughs> oh no, what's happened to you now? I know, I got led astray. Anyways, um, but yeah, I just like, I just thinking back, just like I can see the conditioning and like I I liked going to girls camp like I had good friends like you know I ate that shit up like Brie did my mom was actually the girls camp director for my first two years oh wow with testimony meeting I would always share every year and Same. sob obviously oh what little goody two-shoe Mormon girls you were you guys both believed it 
So were you crying because you thought you felt the spirit or were you crying because you were scared to be in front of people? Like I think it was 80% spirit, yeah, 20% spirit. fear of public speaking. Mm-hmm. Maybe 90 yeah, 100% even. the spirit, yeah. I think. <laughs> but now what do you think it was? I have no idea. I yeah. think I think they just put you in this environment where it's like, oh, we're going to low-key traumatize you but then like turn it into something spiritual, you know? So then yeah. it's just like, of yeah. course you're going to cry when you're talking about like these spiritual things and like, you know, you're in nature most of the time. Yeah. So it's like, how, you know, how could you not feel the spirit quote unquote? But looking back on it, I think it was just really like the love and the connection I felt with the girls and especially my leaders. Like I, I love my leaders still. I, I feel really lucky. Like don't, yeah, I, Everyone, I'm not okay with the Mormon church. Like, they <laughs> teach harmful Disclaimer. things. Yeah, but you I can, feel like I just had a, a really... You had a good experience. Lucky. Yeah. yeah, I just had an okay experience. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm glad that you, you know, didn't have all this trauma. But I also think it's good that you, like, believe others when they talk about their trauma. Yeah. Even though that wasn't your experience. Yeah. I think that's just as important. I also, because, again, I kind of had, like, a different situation i loved my leaders i still am pals with a good Mm -hmm. amount of them Mm -hmm. and um i didn't really have like negative experiences there it was more like stake leaders that i was like that lady's a fucking bitch but (laughs) you know my ward leaders i loved them and i can relate Mm -hmm. to like getting up there and like feeling the love and connection Mm -hmm. like we all went through this experience together you know what we went through I would I would give my testimony mostly because I'm I'm good at public speaking honestly and again attention um, <laughs> which I can you know recognize that as now but I never believed it but I was just really really good at making it seem like I did I just knew how to I knew all you the knew right things to say. to say yeah yeah like yeah. it didn't I A didn't like manipulator. <laughs> Yeah, no, really, though, between my home life and the church, I became really good at manipulating people. No, you're not wrong. Damn. (laughs) Like, it's crazy to think about. I remember actually with girls camp one time, one of my friend's moms, who my friend was like really inactive and she didn't really go. But every year I convinced her to go to girls camp and to bring her one friend that was a non-member just because I'm like, it's just fun and we're just camping and whatever. And I remember one year, (laughs) I think it was like after the third year that I had convinced them to come. Her mom was like, you're just like really good at manipulating people to do what you want. (gasps) And she said, I'm just really glad that you use it for good and not evil. And I was like, look at you now. (laughs) I mean, that stuck with me because I'm like, oh, my God, she's right. Like I do. I can make people like do what I want. And it's Mm. it's hard to say no to you. That's true. Oh, my God. Okay, (laughs) She's persuasive. (laughs) Okay, wait, I do have one more thing I want to say. Like the spirit, quote unquote, in that moment was just like love and connection. Because I think I really sense then how important that is for me. And I think that's a huge part of why I thrived in the church, but like I felt that connection and love. I felt the spirit quotation marks. Yeah. Like in like doing this podcast or just like, yeah, like it's just human connection. Mm -hmm. And it's just like believing in something like more than yourself doesn't have to be God. It doesn't have to be whatever. It's just like, yeah, I know. It's just a human emotion, you know? I know exactly what you mean. And, And Maddie and I were actually talking about this the other day where the church conditions you to think, 
oh, this feeling that I have is the spirit. Like uh-huh. all you do your whole life growing up is listen to the same set of topics talked about. Uh, you know, the lesson plans are pretty much the same year to year. Yeah. And every time like they're telling you, I feel the spirit, I feel the spirit. So for years of your life, you hear people say, I feel the spirit. You witness people saying that about all these different situations, including mm-hmm. girls camp, including mm-hmm. testimony meeting stuff. So eventually your brain's like, yeah, I feel yeah, it I'm too. The spirit. So I totally know what you mean because I had a similar experience where I was like, I like really feel... I feel something it in here in my heart. <laughs> yeah. But it was just, yeah, I just like felt connected to the people around me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the Holy Ghost. It was like the human need for community. Yeah. Which is exactly. another reason why it's so hard to leave yeah. the church. Yeah. Or yeah. because you music too. Yeah. Oh, music, music. Yeah. Music gets me. You know? That's yeah. what gets me number one. So yeah. I music was always like, wow. And like the that's hymns. just being human. Yeah, like, I know. Yeah, but it's like, oh, I just really feel the spirit when they play this song. Mm-hmm. I remember I used to go up to people and ask them, which I thought was a really deep question. Um, <laughs> I used to, I used to go up and be like, "How do you feel the Holy Ghost?" Uh-huh. Because everyone, quote unquote, feels Felt it, it differently. Different, yes, this, this is what I was going to bring up. It's confusing because it's like, oh yeah, I'm feeling the spirit, but they're like, but everyone feels it differently. So you just have to figure out what it is for you. Yeah. So like you, and since you have been conditioned your whole life to like, you know, feel the spirit, then any good feeling you have, you're like, oh, I just had a light bulb moment. (gasps) Oh my God. What? I straight up used to tell people when they would ask me that question, like when I feel the spirit, I feel like I want to like, like I could run a marathon. Like I feel adrenaline. Yeah. But now that we're talking about like bearing our testimony, Uh I think that was my fight or flight response. (laughs) Not kidding. No, no. I would get kind of like, like really like amped up, like kind of like like, shaky. Yeah, you're like going up there. Anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) And I'd be like, I just feel like I can do anything. Like, yeah, no, that makes sense. And now that you're an adrenaline junkie. Yeah, that makes sense though. Where you're like feeling nervous and you like associate that with like the spirit. That's so funny. Yeah, that is funny. I'm happy that we could lead you to this realization. How would you feel the spirit? Oh, it was always music. And like I would get goosebumps when I'd listen to music. And now I actually know that's actually called frisson. um, Which is like there's a certain percentage of people who have like a physical reaction when you listen to music. It doesn't Hmm. it's not the spirit. It's literally just a like a biological thing. So that's how I would always be like, I hear the spirit during yeah. like music. I, <laughs> yeah. I would just cry at yeah. everything. Yeah. I recently went to a concert and it was the most spiritual experience I've ever felt. Like yeah. not with God, but I was like, oh my gosh, like I just love music. That's uh, how I feel about Taylor Swift. <laughs> Yeah. Stream Midnights. <laughs> I've been playing that so much. It's so it's good. So Midnight good. Rain. That's how I feel about Lizzo's new album, which I've been playing on. Lizzo's new album Lizzo's is also is very I good. I love it. But yeah, no, I, I'm glad that you also feel that way. And I feel like Maddie, you relate to that too. Yeah. And Brie, I don't know. I'll just do, cry about music. A little bit. Yeah. Not as yeah. like, I don't know, that wasn't as prominent for me, but yeah. Yeah. You just felt it when you yeah. went up to bear your testimony. <laughs> wow. Okay. Did you Did you have any other girls camp stories? Because I have a few to end on. I don't think so. Okay. Well, then I'll just toss in my things. So number one, I loved girls camp as well. Um, I never stayed in cabins. We always stayed in tents. Every single year, we would get 
flooded our campsite would get flooded because of how yeah. much it rains in ohio that every single year, year. also my first year um i remember was the only year that we were separated by year and not ward um because That's my weird. very first year of girls camp we did it at a scout camp um, and that's what they had previously done. And so we like had our own lake there to swim in and stuff like that. After that, every other year of girls camp I had was at the girls camp that's built behind the John Johnson farm. So I did girls camp at the John Johnson farm for the rest of the time. And that's when we would separate by ward. So you would have your campsite and it'd be with your ward, not your year. We had like, you know, real bathrooms and showers, but we always stayed the in tents. tents. I, but I remember my very first year. If anyone doesn't know this about me already, I really love playing cards. Um, it was like conditioned into me by my family. And I've spent many a years teaching people how to play card games, like a lot of time. So my first year of girls camp, I <laughs> was teaching all the girls in my year how to play Egyptian rat screw. And one of the stake leaders came and confiscated my cards because they were face cards. Yeah. Um, and she was like, you can ask she your... You playing poker. Yeah. I was like, it's... Or not. And she was like, you can ask your fifth year why I'm confiscating your cards. Um, because we had like a fifth year that was like over us. And okay. I was like, my fifth year is literally my sister. And she's the one who gave me the cards. <laughs> and so I was like, Deanna, they took your cards. And she was like, Why? <laughs> so it was like okay you can ask your yeah. no clue and my, yeah my sister's like what anyway so that was really strange yeah it's um, a dumb rule it is and then the second thing that happened was and you kind of had a similar experience Abby with like Brie passing out one year at girls camp but we went canoeing every summer which I loved mm-hmm. and the first year we did it at the new camp because we had to like get shuttled over to it my sister again at this point she was a sixth year her and her friend were in the very front and they missed the dock where they were supposed to pull off. So they kept going for another like two miles and then oh. they like couldn't find them. And then it started pouring rain and like thunderstorming while we're in these like tin boats oh. and or like aluminum boats, whatever. They couldn't find my sister and her friend. And so it's like pouring rain. We're like getting off and they're like, does anyone know where Deanna and Sarah are? <laughs> and we were like, no. So I go back to the camp and it's like flooded. But then everyone's like, are you worried about your sister? Like, she's missing. Oh, she could be dead. And they I was were, like, they why were stressing you out? That? Right? Yeah. And I was God. like crying. And literally all that happened was they missed the, they missed the pull off. They pulled off onto the shore after two miles and they were just like dancing in the rain. A cop. <laughs> That's a mood. <laughs> yeah. Cause they were like, what do we do? I don't know. And then a cop pulled over and thought they were like drunk. And he was like, what's up? And they're like, hey, we got separated from our camp. So they just took him back to the police station, gave him blankets and like cocoa and like try to figure out where they were from. Meanwhile, I'm back at camp like sobbing sobbing in in a a flood. And I'm like, Deanna's dead. (laughs) And then they just come back and they're like, hey. And I was like, I thought you died. (laughs) Like it was traumatic for me. I was like, what the fuck? There's that. And then I will say um, one of my... Very favorite parts of Girls Camp, though, was doing the skits. Oh, did you yeah. guys do the skits? Yes, we did. I hated them. Reluctantly. I was yeah. forced I liked to. Them. Hated. Yeah. I used to always write our ward skits. I feel and like they you, were really good. I feel like you would be good. In a like skit. one of them was legendary, <laughs> and they would talk about it for several years after. And I think it was only a third year when I wrote it. 
Hair okay, flip. <laughs> um, but it was literally called Who Will You Marry? And it was like a game show. <laughs> I still have the script somewhere. I should read it. Some- we should read it yeah, on the pod sometime. <laughs> but I remember like I wrote specific like stereotypical types of men and all of the girls would like be a different guy. <laughs> and then it'd be like this girl's trying to pick who will she marry. Oh and it was God. so bad, but it was also so funny. <laughs> So I had a good time with that, and I always liked, I mean, I just liked the attention. So (laughs) Girls Camp was great for me. I do um, remember one of my friends when she was a sixth year really did not want to do anything. And so she used to, um, because again, our Girls Camp was weird because Ohio, not Utah, but um, the sixth years would stay in a campsite together. But my friend when she was a sixth year did not want to, which it kind of was weird because it's like you spent the whole time not camping with them. You like camped with your ward in your site and Mm -hmm. then sixth year to camp with these girls that you kind of know, like, but not really was strange. And so she would come back to our campsite and like she would like hang out with us. And if we saw some of the stake leaders looking for her, she would hide under the table. Oh my. And then we would just like, you know, make sure she couldn't be seen. And then they'd be like, Have you seen her? We're like, No. (laughs) No, I don't. You guys were real for that. Yeah, I know. And then like they I mean, it was like relentless a whole week. They were like, Where is she? Oh my god. And I was like, just leave her be, God. Yeah. You're fine. You know, just girls campings. Well, a wild ride. A um, wild ride indeed. <laughs> a roller coaster. Right? Yeah. I did think of two more things. <laughs> and I know it, we're like this going to be the longest so podcast. But, <laughs> and we don't have to like tell stories, but I did want to bring up snipe hunts. <gasps> oh my God. How did we not talk and about And just this? like, and again, we don't God. have to like go into it because this episode is really long, but just like, that's weird, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that they would strange. do that. And then the last thing I, I did remember that my second year we hiked Timpanogos and like went to the caves. Wow. Which Whoa. was cool, but like, you know, that's that's, that's, that's not intense. for everyone. Yeah. And like people were like dragging their feet and they like anyway. That's hard. I would have purposely sprained my ankle. Mm-hmm. One time I threw myself down the stairs trying to sprain my ankle. <laughs> that's I did not it. the best it, way to sprain your I know, ankle. I know now. Um <laughs> I did it, but then the reason I tried to sprain wow. and I still had to do <laughs> but then on crutches. It was embarrassing. Anyway, that's all I was gonna say. So what was the thing? <laughs> um, I had to do a parade when I was in brownies. Brownies? It's Girl like Scouts, pre right? Girl Scouts. Oh. And I didn't want to. It's just the drama. I like slipped down the <laughs> stairs or something. And then I was like, I sprained my ankle. And Dead. then my mom was like, okay, here, crutches, we got to go. <laughs> and I was like, wait, no. <laughs> didn't work. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> That was a great discussion yeah. on EFY and Girls Camp. It's weird over. church shit. It is weird church shit. But anyway, yeah. Who would like to do our manifestation? If you need to dig deep into your background, Girls Camp or EFY or anything church related, um, and you had any could be gay experiences, you might be a little gay. And mm. I think you should you, you, you should, should delve into, into it. That. Yeah. And you listen know, to our episode about the lesbian master doc. Yeah, listen to the <laughs> that lesbian was a master doc episode. episode by Thank the you. way. Thank, Thank you. you. You're not alone and um we're proud of you. Yeah. Basically. So we manifest that you do that work. 
Yes. Figure out you're gay. <laughs> Come back and listen to another app next week. Thanks so much for coming on our podcast, Brie and Abby, the four for four. Yeah. Um, cute. We had a great time. <laughs> you guys think you'd come back again? Oh, yeah. Really? It's fun, you right? You want us again? Yes, of course. Of course. So yeah, yes. it's fun. I feel like I didn't have too much to talk about. Yeah. But I feel... I you have some, more to share. But did you still yeah. have fun? Oh, no. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. This was but definitely yeah, like, not an episode for you specifically, <laughs> but I appreciate you being willing to come and um, <laughs> just get shit on. I mean, like, I just gotta be honest, but I, I just like... The rich AFY <laughs> read the Book of Mormon 16, 16 times. times. <laughs> we'll um, we'll do another episode yeah. and we'll pick one that you can yeah, talk a little bit more about. Caters but, to you. But yeah, be good. we appreciate you guys coming on the yeah, pod. Thanks, guys. It was fun. And uh, follow the podcast on instagram at fhe podcast and uh like subscribe rate whatever on spotify and <laughs> apple podcasts if you would like we would like that um <laughs> again if you have any suggestions or you maybe want to come on and be a guest to talk about a specific topic slide in our dms we love that um and we just love to hear from our listeners anyway um we're really excited for some of the upcoming episodes that we have namely we're gonna do one with our absolute biggest fan katie um and we're gonna talk about none other than the, the miracle, miracle of, of forgiveness. forgiveness oh god and i have been i've been reading the book <laughs> it's bad <laughs> wow that's that's commitment it's so like the entire book yeah yeah, yeah wow. I, I there's ta- there's tabs Jeez. and tabs of notes <laughs> And it, it's so funny. Anyway, so it's be so on the lookout for that. Anyway, uh, we'll see you next week, Fruity Beauty. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.